are now entering the Brooks. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello, you're on the bright side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host from vacation, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, not from vacation, Jason T. Gaffney. Yes, Jason, I apologize that you aren't on vacation, but I am on vacation here in sunny, beautiful, smelly Las Vegas, Nevada. It's okay. I'm going to be on vacation in a few days. Oh, you are? Where are you going? I'm going to Disneyland. What? It's your first time in a very, very long time, isn't it? Yes. And you really are your best self at a Disney you know, theme park, so... That's exciting that you get to do that. I am very excited. Uh, we actually trained today to make sure we could get the fast passage for the ride that you can only do it through the phone. Matt literally trained me. He you was trained like, on he's the like, app, okay? I need you to do all of your fancy gamer moves from your phone gaming. I was like, it's just tapping a button. <laughs> phone gaming. I play Angry Birds, and now I'm the tech master. <laughs> I haven't played Angry Birds in a long time. I play a game called Mushroom Wars where these mushrooms fight each other, and it's oh. really fun. Uh, that sounds fun. Uh, they don't sponsor us, nor does Angry Birds, but that's okay. Someday they might. Someday, maybe, <laughs> beneath but, the pale moonlight. Oh, oh, exciting. Thank you for that. I, Bible. Uh, I, oh, I know. That was an American <laughs> tale. Uh <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of American tale here in Las Vegas, I can tell you that. There uh we have so I'm on vacation, but I brought all the stuff so that I could, you know, carve out a little time and, you know, not miss an episode cuz I certainly didn't want to. I love it. Yeah, it's, so it's great. I've got a little makeshift setup here with all with like a pillow, you know, over here and and uh a towel in front of me draping the mirror like I'm in mourning. It's and fun for me because the background is so different. Oh, it's true. You're not seeing the cabinet of my bathroom. You're seeing a nice fancy headboard of a of a hotel room. It's very bougie. It's very bougie. Oh, well, thank you. We're at the Paris uh, in hotel in Las Vegas where there is, I think, a full-size Eiffel Tower out front. Um, is it full-size? I don't know, but it's pretty fucking massive. And I it's it right like just shy of full. Uh, uh, maybe, uh, probably they had some. You probably can't build it exactly the same or something. But I mean, look, it looks pretty damn authentic, and it's like towers over the pool area. So um, yeah. And speaking of the pool, as soon as we get this episode done, I can go back to the pool. So can I talk about the bright spot? Of course. All right. The bright spot is I'm on vacation. All right. <laughs> I'm on vacation from the bright spot. I didn't even pay any attention to it at all. I forgot to do one. That's the bright spot. You got I'm on vacation, vacation brain. Vacation brain. It's just I have a little entire, I completely do have vacation brain. There's no bright spot other than Kevin finally got some vacation. All right. Hey, it's incredibly rare. After a pandemic, any vacation is a motherfucking bright spot. It has been a very large bright spot in my life. I can tell you that right now. So uh, from vacation, I am going to turn it over to you and I'm going to check out. So please go right ahead. Awesome. Are you ready? I'm ready. San Francisco. I want to go to San Francisco for my next vacation. 
<laughs> eggs. San Francisco and eggs. I'm just going to let you keep going. I'm not going to venture a guess quite yet. This means war! Oh, the great San Francisco food fight of 1968. That's right. We're going to talk about the infamous egg war. Oh, of 1968? No. Well, you're sweet. sweet. You gave me a that's right, even though I didn't even come close. I gave you a face at the same time, so you You did, which really plays well over the radio. Anyway. Oh, another one. He gave me another face, guys. (laughs) It was not as nice. (laughs) We're going to go back in time to California, San Francisco, to be exact, during Mm -hmm. the gold rush. Okay. Fantastic. All right. So it's 1868, more like. It's 1848, but I am impressed that three of the four numbers were correct. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, in 1848, gold was found in California on January 24th by James W. Marshall. And between then and 1855, 300,000 people would race over to see if they, too, could find that shiny metal and get rich beyond their wildest dreams. And they all did. And that's why in California we all have gold houses. No. Oh. You don't have a gold house? No, no one has a gold house. I have a gold house. Mm-hmm. It's leftover gold from the first rush. So, San Francisco itself would grow from about 800 people to 20,000 during that time. I'm sorry, 800? Yeah. I can't believe, I mean, of course, every you know city started somewhere, but isn't it impossible to think of San Francisco with 800 people in it? Well, remember, back, 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 towards the beginning of our podcast... Yerba Buena. Oh, I do remember Yerba Buena. This is a deep cut for people who are completists and listen to every single one. (laughs) I love the term completist. You better be a completist. I am a completist. If I watch a if I get into a show or a podcast, I have to like I listen to every single one. You know, I must hear it all. I do. I go backwards and forwards. I I do this like uh, you know I play the New York Times crossword every day too, right? Yes. But I also play it in reverse. They have an archive online, right, where you can play every day the puzzle that's come out that day. But you can also look on the archive. And I've gone, I've done every puzzle back into, like, October 2010, like, in order. I like that you're, like, verse in all aspects of your life. <laughs> I am. I go forward and backward. <laughs> It really works on a sex train. Anyway. It it does. Several (laughs) sex trains actually went to San Francisco, which brings us back. (laughs) That was the sloppiest segue ever, and I'm here for it. (laughs) It was not as sloppy as some of the segues on that sex train. (laughs) Oh, talk about like a segue sex train. Anyway. Yeah, which which brings us back to to San Francisco. (laughs) So, if 20,000 people living in San Francisco during this time wasn't enough... It was. During this whole time, the gold rush time, Mm -hmm. about one to 200,000 gold miners would go through San Francisco every year. Okay. So, like, there's 20,000 people living there consistently... And every year, a hundred to two hundred thousand people are like, "We're just passing through." Right, ten thousand of them are whores. <laughs> I 
I came on the ye old sticky train and I'm looking for a ye old sticky <laughs> saloon. <laughs> this is where that old folk song, the old sticky train, comes from. <laughs> Around this time. <laughs> oh, my sticky, oh, my sticky, oh, my <laughs> sticky little train. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was. It's a Pullman, for sure. <laughs> so, okay. During this scandalous time, eggs actually became quite the luxury item. Really? I'm talking like chicken eggs. Well, okay. Like, I didn't think you were talking about emu eggs. Yeah, chicken eggs. Okay. One egg. Can you guess how much one egg cost back then? Um, 13 gold nuggets. N- n- no, no. No. <laughs> one, e- <laughs> one egg. That's like thousands of dollars. <laughs> Yes, I know. Well, you said it was fucking expensive. It was. Okay. One <laughs> egg cost $1 each during this Whoa. time. At that time, which is like what? Like $12 right now. It was $30 a piece. $30 an egg? Yeah. Jesus, these prices in San Francisco, right? I'm eating like three eggs every morning, which means that I'm eating $90 a day. Wow. Well, we had, you know, I got, it cost $45 for a, some quiche Lorraine this morning and some coffee, so... Yeah, I get it. It's like it's not much better here in Las Vegas. I don't know what what the egg prices are here. <laughs> so anyway, people were now putting eggs wanted signs up in their stores because it was such a desired commodity. Oh, that is the most adorable wanted poster. Wanted eggs. Wanted. Dead. What? I mean, it can't be alive. <laughs> like that's well, just a chick. An egg isn't. Yeah. No, it. No. <laughs> All right. Well, I love it. I love this poster. I love this poster. I want this to be the icon for the show. So, so an egg on a wanted poster. (laughs) So basically, people are like, "I need my eggs." I guess so. They didn't like import some damn chickens. I mean, they know where. It's not like a mystery where eggs come from. Is my point. No, but there was so many people all at once, and all the people were like, "Oh my god!" There's all we know is how to mine for stuff. They're not coming out of the ground. I keep digging for eggs, and all I keep finding is this gold shit. Gold? This is crap. I can't even buy eggs with it. I I want protein. <laughs> you should have gone on ye old sticky train. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So enter the Farallon Islands. Oh, my goodness. So the Farallon Islands mm. do not have Farrah Fawcett on them. They are actually islands, which are the worst place on earth to live if you're a human. Uh, have, are we, I mean, look, just to fact check, we're not 100% sure that Farrah Fawcett has never been to the Farallon Islands. I have a right? suspicion, we'll learn more about that later, but I do have a suspicion that she has not been to these islands. Okay, where the fuck are they to start? All right, well, first, quote from smithsonianmag.com, quote, Though the islands are inhospitable to humans, the Coast Miwok tribe called them the Islands of the Dead. Oh. They have long been a sanctuary for seabirds and marine mammals. Okay. Sure. Getting away from humans, probably. Yeah. So basically, they're like 23 miles, thir- 23 or 32 miles away from uh, San Francisco in the water. Basically. In the ocean. In the ocean, yeah. Okay. All right. So, because these islands were not habitable by humans and most other animals, 
basically the seabirds would flock there in the hundreds of thousands and lay eggs in the many hundreds of thousands. They're like, okay. we're going to have babies in this island. Sure. Are, is that the B-52s doing the theme song for the <laughs> nesting birds? I think they came back for this episode. I th- yeah. <laughs> Th- those were the B-1848s. It's the Farallon Islands. <laughs> There's birds fucking. <laughs> <laughs> if you see a bunch of islands in the middle of the ocean, that's 23 miles from San Fran. <laughs> I apologize for that. Oh, I don't. I'm really happy that happened. (laughs) So one of the birds that was fucking and laying eggs on this island. Yeah, I'm I'm desperate to hear how the chickens got there. (laughs) Well, this bird was the the myrrh. M-U-R-R-E. Oh, the bird that was gifted to Jesus. Sure. What? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. That particular myrrh. Oh, I think it's a different type of myrrh, or maybe I myrrh. I think it is a different type of myrrh, because that was a spice. <laughs> so unless it was ground up bird. It was just a spicy bird, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sassy bird who showed up and was like, you call this the savior? Please. So, <laughs> how do you spell myrrh, then? M-U-R-R-E. Okay. Yeah. I, your guess is as good as mine. So, all right. The myrrh's eggs are similar to that of a chicken. Oh. But they're twice in size and the shell has $60 egg. <laughs> did anyone else hear $60 egg? I did. <laughs> they're twice in size and they have more of a turquoise color for the shell. How oh, beautiful. Oh and my god. Yeah. Okay, so hipsters invented this. <laughs> their yolk is also kind of a fiery red orange. What? Yeah. I want some now. So, all right, ready for this? Yes. Enter Doc Robinson. On a boat. Quote from History101.com, quote, Robinson was an aspiring actor and Yale graduate from Maine. Hmm. That's the end of the quote. That's that's the end of the quote. Okay. <laughs> we know nothing else about this. I Doc didn't know Robinson. how to rewrite it, so I just quoted them. <laughs> all right, fantastic. Didn't want to play Aspiring actor. I wonder what that's like. So, you're not an aspiring, you are an actor. <laughs> but once I aspired. <laughs> so. And now uh, I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. I aspired, I perspired, now I'm tired. Doc Robinson showed up to San Francisco in 1849 and was like, wow, people really need eggs, don't they? <laughs> I thought I was the only one who enjoyed a nice egg with breakfast. <laughs> Now I don't have the money to have an egg with breakfast. So he convinced his brother-in-law to get on a boat and head over to the Farallon Islands to grab some myrrh eggs. How did no one convince anyone to fucking breed chickens? We're, we will get there. Fine. <laughs> quote from History101.com. Quote, Upon their arrival, the brothers loaded their boat up with as many eggs as they could carry. They lost half their clutch on the rough journey back, however... Aww. And Robinson earned enough money to open a pharmacy in San Francisco, thus earning the nickname Doc. What the fuck? He went and <laughs> stole one boatload, half a boatload of eggs and opened a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So you'd think like he's going to go back and get more eggs, right? Well, sure. 
but this time with like a net or something. So they did cartons. Doc Robinson and his brother-in-law, who's nameless, by the way, no name for him, Okay, didn't want to go back because they were like, that really fucking sucked and we almost died. I was 23 miles on a choppy fucking sea, okay? <laughs> they also- I the, have my business now. <laughs> fuck you. The island was covered in slippery bird shit and was really jagged. <laughs> okay, sure. I nearly died. Okay, well, now that you get into it, he nearly fucking died for these, like, you know, 20 giant eggs. Yeah. So, and the water, you could sink in it. And all this time, they're on a slippery island covered in shit. And then the birds would attack them as they were getting the eggs. Sure. Because that's, you're stealing birds' eggs. And yeah. Birds generally don't like that. The birds are like, my baby. Right. Except for chickens. See, this is another part of things that I have never really understood. Chickens don't seem to have any motherly instinct, really. You lay the egg, and then it's like, take it, whatever. The chickens like, oh, thank God, I don't have to be a parent. Exactly. One last thing for me to do. You think the chicken, the hens are like relieved once a day? They're like. <laughs> that relieved. They're like. I'm working on myself. <laughs> I want to travel. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Quote from smithsonianmag.com. All right. Quote, in 1858, the Daily Alta California reported that an egger missed his hold while robbing a gull's nest over the edge of a precipice and falling was dashed to pieces on the rocks below. Okay, that sucks for him. But literally, did anyone notice they are actually mining eggs here? Yes. Yeah. They're also now called eggers. Yeah, which we have still, but that's people who, God, eggs have lost so much value that we just throw them in houses now. So, okay. People were losing their lives for these motherfuckers. I'm sure you're really concerned about what happened to Doc Robinson, right? I'm really concerned about why no one is breeding chickens. We will get there. Let's do. <laughs> so, but tell me about this fake doctor. Robinson would become a successful actor in San Fran and was oh. very happy until 1856 when he would die of a fever. Well, you know, he lived a good life, full of eggs and pharmacological career and, and acting, which also, his, was had, his true passion. I love the idea that he died of an illness when he had all the medicine. He didn't have medicine. It was a pharmacy in 1858. He had opium. <laughs> that should get you through a fever. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no, it should not. <laughs> I mean, it'll put you into a coma. So Robinson didn't go back for the island, right? No, he had peppermints and opium. <laughs> but other people were like, hey, you got uh, some eggs, you say? Oh, I would like to open a business myself. They're like, let's do it. Let's go egging. So the Farallon Islands became a very enticing destination yeah so in 1851 a bunch of eggers would head over to the island and grab the eggs and founded the company called the pacific egg company see that makes more sense if you're going to steal eggs open an egg company That's yeah they're like not a pharmacy <laughs> they basically were like we now own this island 
and these eggs are ours completely. They did? They claimed the fucking island? Yeah, they were like, it's ours now. Wow. And this was Does like anybody s- else notice that the deep irony that that like stealing eggs became Doc Robertson's nest egg? Yes. yes. I now I now noticed that. Okay. After you said that. Well, now you know, just do with that information what you will. I don't care. I'm on vacation. <laughs> so these six men started a company together, right? Mm-hmm. So here's what they would do every year, basically. They would go axe throwing. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, everyone needs a little corporate retreat. <laughs> so every year they would head over to the island in May when the season would start, and they would smash every egg they found. <gasps> what? <laughs> I'm glad but, you asked what. Are you what? are you curious as to why they did that? <laughs> why? <laughs> so, because spoiled muir eggs were apparently the worst of all spoiled eggs. So basically, it was bad enough that the whites of these eggs stayed kind of translucent after cooking, which made it not super appetizing looking. Oh. And the technicolor yolk, but if the egg was past expiration date, then the egg would taste kind of like fish. Oh, well, that makes sense. The myrrh probably ate a lot of fish. Yeah, and one person who had a bad egg talked to a reporter and claimed it took them three months to stop tasting the spoiled egg. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, they're like, I don't want those eggs anymore. So they went and spoiled all the eggs to, like, be a bad smell for people to come to the, who were coming to the island or something? No, they broke the eggs... So that the the birds would be like, my baby's broken. I gotta lay another egg. Well, why didn't they just take the eggs that were there? Why break them? Because they could have been they could have been spoiled. They could have been too old. Oh, I understand. So they, they don't needed want very fresh eggs. Yeah, they don't so want incubated they... eggs. They want uh, fresh eggs. Well, okay, that makes sense. It's diabolical, but it makes sense. Yeah. So they went back the next day after the smashing. Oh. And then they start grabbing all the fresh eggs to get selling. Yowza. Okay. So Muir eggs would sell for like $1 for 12 eggs. Oh. Which was such a better deal than the chicken eggs. Oh, because they were less desirable? Even though they were twice as big? Yeah. And they so were so beautiful? Well, there were so many of them that people were like, I'm not going to pay $40 for an egg, motherfucker. Oh. You got too many eggs. Okay. They, they, yeah, they glutted the market. Yeah. It flooded the market. And it was a win for people who needed high protein because the train had left and they sure. got a double chicken egg for one. The train was going to come back, but well, it wasn't there at the time. <laughs> it wasn't Falsam season. No, no. It was going to bring fresh whores for everyone who had all proteined up <laughs> yes. and had their energy. So even though the Pacific Egg Co. claimed ownership of the island, no one actually owned it. Right. So, right, because it's an island 23 miles away yeah. that you never bought. Other eggers would go over and grab eggs to sell themselves, but there would be fights over it. Sure. Hence the egg wars, right? We'll get there. Okay. Enter 1859. Okay. The United States is like, hey, I see this island. It's ours. <laughs> right. So they put a lighthouse on it. Oh. <laughs> they oh, liked nice it so that. much they put a lighthouse on it. <laughs> put a lighthouse on it. <laughs> so the U.S. was like, we're also not going to get involved with the eggers who are fighting with each other. And so nobody owns it, but we own it. But you can egg, but 
you don't have sore egging rights. Anyone can go and take eggs from this thing, fuck the birds, and... Yes. But you don't own it. Yes. Which, you know, okay, fine, I get it. So, as you can guess, this would lead to some high tensions between the egg factions. I... <laughs> Don't just a pause. Don't you? Aren't you just so sad that we come from humans? <laughs> I mean, like not a day goes by that I don't wake yeah. up wishing I was another species. Yeah, when we were walking around in Las Vegas on the sidewalk, you know, on Saturday night, I had that thought. Yeah. Yeah. So fights would happen in person and on social media, <laughs> and they would happen on the boats. Well. Uh, isn't that also in person? Well, some of the boats, mind you, all tiny boats. <laughs> okay. Some of the boats would have mini cannons on them to take the eggs. Oh, so not really in person. <laughs> Very personal, though, feels like. <laughs> Doesn't that destroy the eggs you're, going, you're after if you destroy the boat the eggs are on? They're like, here's the deal. You give us the eggs or we sink your boat and no one well, gets the eggs. I see that, yeah. Or you can destroy the boat before it gets the eggs. There you go. That too, that. yeah. It was a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of ways to sink a boat yeah. if you want to steal its eggs. So quote from SmithsonianMag.com quote: Back in San Francisco, the courts were barraged by a dizzying variety of egg-related cases that included charges of petty larceny, trespassing, property damage, resisting an officer, and manslaughter. Manslaughter over eggs. Now we're killing each other for eggs. Yes. Okay. So in I see the petty larceny. How is there a... God damn it, people. God damn it, people. Come on, history. Please make us unnecessary. Please. In May of 1960, a bunch of eggers who were armed to the teeth would force the lighthouse people to leave the island or die. What? So basically, the U.S. government has some people in the lighthouse to man the lighthouse, right? So that the boats yeah, don't crash Yeah, and also, you know, like fucking warn ships about the... The islands, yeah. God. <laughs> so eventually Ira Rankin, who was the head of the lighthouse people, would <laughs> say that the Pacific Egg Co. could egg and be eggers and everyone else had to leave. He's like, I'm making an executive decision. The people with the biggest guns happen to also be winning. Yes. So <laughs> that did not, however, stop the other eggers. Oh, well, no, it doesn't. Nothing <laughs> nothing stops insanely dumb stuff. Yes. In 1863, <laughs> things would get really ugly on Farallon Island. Okay. And also in the entire country. It's interesting that, that the whole Civil War is going on in 1863, but this other thing is happening yep. also unrelated. Like, it just gives you pause and makes you think that you know gosh we we can be so fucking myopic as people (laughs) oh yeah so a bunch of italian seamen would be led by david sorry sorry nope checking out i'm sorry the phrase a bunch of italian seamen i have to go give me just just give me five minutes okay thank you you're welcome feeling so relaxed (laughs) so as i said a bunch of italian seamen would be led by David Batch Elder. Okay. Not a very Italian name, by the way, so... No, but that's because the Italians don't need Italians to lead them. They prefer um, other people to lead them. That feels weird. Anyway, David Batch Elder <laughs> would head over in the spring 
and uh, and he would try to take the island by force. Take it where? <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. That was that went right over my head and it rebounded like a boomerang. So Sorry. that was well done, well done. No, it was stupid. Um, so not that I'm not proud of it. I'm very proud of it, but it was stupid. The Italian seamen, led by <laughs> David Batchelder, just ran everywhere. They would be stopped by the United oh. States Revenue Cutter Service. Really? That, Revenue Cutter Service? Yeah, back then, that, I mean, basically that was what the Coast Guard was back then. Oh, cutter like a ship. I guess so. I don't know. I think. The Revenue Cutter Service sounded like a cost-saving organization, doesn't it? Yeah, well, they want to make sure that their lighthouse is making money somehow. <laughs> well, it makes, you know, it enables commerce. By having ships not crash into things that's fair. before they that's get where valid. they're going. Yeah. yeah. So you'd think that the Italian seamen, led by David Batchelder, and that you just cannot stop saying Italian seamen. I love it. You couldn't even say sailors. You just every time. They they are technically seamen. Italian seamen, <laughs> sure they are. You'd think that they would stop after the first round of being stopped, right? Well, yes, that's what the stopping was for. <laughs> They would try to take the island by force several more times. Ah, and are these the wars? The Coast Guard would stop them each time. Okay. No violence. They would just be like, turn around, bitch. This is not your land. No. Mm-hmm. No. This land is my land. 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 <laughs> Go back to Italy. <laughs> They got real xenophobic about it. I mean, I, honestly, they kind of did. I guess so, but it wasn't like it wasn't like it wasn't Italians trying to take over the thing. They were, the Italians were just mercenaries, really. It was Italian seamen and David Batchelder. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you know, in the service of an American company. I will say this: David Batchelder, he had a type. He sure did. Molte bene, more fucking. He could not get enough Italian semen. Exactly. High mm-hmm. in protein. Jesus. And strong on muscles. Um, <laughs> and that old sticky ship kept <laughs> kept a sailing. It's the good ship, sticky ship. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, okay. I'm going to I'm hell. Broken. That's fine. Entered. I'm broken. <laughs> I'm glad that I broke you. Yeah. Happy vacation. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to need a vacation from this image. Okay. Enter June 3rd, 1863. Okay. Mind you, this is shortly before the Battle of Gettysburg. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unrelated. So, David Batchelder, he's still here, mm-hmm. and he would lead his merry Italian seaman back to the island okay on june 3rd for another go at it yeah he's mm-hmm. like when you if all else fails thrust thrust again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just go at it with plenty of italian seamen eventually they'll penetrate that island <laughs> so the foreman of the pacific egg company eggers isaac harrington basically told david batch elder and the italian seamen to go back and to stop this shit okay they's like stop it Stop it right now. No, I told you no. This is no consent. So, (laughs) 
quote from smithsonianmag.com, quote, In return, Batch Elder shouted that they'd come in spite of hell. The Italians spent the rest of the night drinking on their boats and taunting the men on shore. Oh, God. I like the idea of the Italian seamen being like, Look at my giant dick! You wish you had a dick this size. That's how they taunted them? I don't know. That's what I think of when I think of taunting. Maybe. <laughs> Let's just say it's the it's the movie in my mind. Okay. I think, you know, you just you just created a whole subset of people who want to be taunted by you. The movie but all right. in my mind. What's that? From Miss Saigon. Oh, don't, oh no. Don't make me feel bad. I got so much crap. <laughs> from Mike Bowers in specific for not knowing Anastasia. Oh, no. And I don't want to get more of it for not knowing Miss Saigon. I think you're gonna. (laughs) I saw Miss Saigon, okay? Which is more than I can say about Anastasia. I've been in Miss Saigon. Really? I did it. I did it once. I was in the ensemble. You you were inside Miss Saigon? No. No. What was that like? (laughs) Anyway, the very next morning, the Italian seaman and David... Launched their attack. Okay. The final thrust. Yes. Quote from sfgate.com. Quote, the Eggco men shouted a warning and opened fire. When the interlopers in the boats returned fire, an Eggco man named Edward Perkins fell dead, shot through the stomach and heart. And heart? What was he jumping at the time? (laughs) Or was he shot twice? I think he was shot twice. I don't know. I just like the idea that they're like, a warning. Bang. I exactly. We're gonna shoot. <laughs> you can't say we didn't warn you. Yeah. Talk about a um, premature fire. <laughs> well, the Italian seaman is known for shooting off a little quickly. That wasn't the Italian men. No. The, Who was it? That was one of the uh, oh. Eco men. Oh. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well. Whatever. The reverse then. <laughs> <laughs> After twenty minutes. Uh, of firing back and forth? After 20 minutes of them firing and shooting at each other, <laughs> uh-huh. one Pacific Egg Co. guy was dead, obviously, and about five Italian seamen were wounded. Wow. They would retreat, and it would make huge news. Sure, because we weren't, we did not want so much to pay attention to the Battle of Gettysburg. Yeah. This was a nice human interest story. Our country's, to you. <laughs> our country's falling apart, but have you heard about these motherfuckers who fight exactly. over eggs? I don't know what, I don't know about four score and seven, whatever, but I, did you hear about the fucking egg war? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not worried about the Civil War because they have to ride a whole sticky train to get here, all right? We're really <laughs> secure. Just don't tell me the eggs are trying to secede. Yeah. Because so, I need that shit. Once the official U.S. government, not the Confederate traitors, found out about this battle, mm-hmm. they were like, fuck the stupidity. All right? We're in a civil war. So fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. <laughs> we absolutely do not have time for this. So they decided to give the Pacific Egg Co. sole egging rights and told everyone else to fuck off. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> It literally is just like, okay, I mean, that's that's the time that it was. The first person who got there gets the claim, especially if they, you know, have guns. I just like the idea that for years they're like, we're not going to get involved. And finally they're like, you couldn't play nice, so we're just going to give it to the person who shot people. Yeah, that's true. So, they def- Hey, what can I say? They defended themselves better. Yeah. <laughs> so Also, they weren't a bunch of filthy Italians. Oh. 
I'm talking about 1863, okay? That's not me saying that. That was the xenophobes of 1863 saying that. That's valid. So, okay. I mean, San Francisco, if we go back into the history of San Francisco, they had some racist-ass motherfuckers. Oh, 100%. That, it was and, you know, gross. and they pay too much for eggs, and they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> How will we get more eggs? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We definitely can't breed chickens. <laughs> we need to go and start a war. I like the idea of one sane person being like, can we please stop eating the chicken eggs so we can make exactly. more chickens and then have Sometime, a lot of eggs? <laughs> sometimes when... Look, you guys know what chicken eggs are, right? What? They're tiny versions of the things that make more chicken eggs. I'm going to have to go bird egging, all right? I don't know what you're talking about, but... Oh, man. It's true. Okay, are you going to get to why we don't... Anyway, I, I, I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to rush you. <laughs> but so so what's the next part of the story? So, the Pacific Co- Egg Co. has the island now, right? Yeah. And you think that they continue to have the island, correct? I wouldn't think so forever. So... The Pacific Egg Co. got too big for their britches. Oh. And they would start harvesting not only the birds, but the sea lions that were there. What? They would boil the sea lions to make oil. Okay. They have definitely crossed a line. So. Would you say they have egg on their face? (laughs) (laughs) And sea lion blood on their hands? They have a lot on their face. Yeah. Um, the process of making the oil actually blocked the lighthouse light. <laughs> what? How? What? It was there was that much, much smoke or something? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Which defeated the purpose of having a lighthouse. Let's move the fire. What? First of all, don't kill the fucking sea lions. And second of all, move the fire. Yeah. Oh. So the Pacific Egg Co. then had the audacity to go to the, <laughs> the lighthouse and say, um... You need to get rid of this foghorn. <laughs> it's scaring away the sea lions. And the birds, which is losing <gasps> eggs for us. Oh, my God. You know, your little lighthouse saving lives activity is really getting in the way of our commerce, okay? So if we could just kill some birds and club some sea lions without your, like, horn going off. Thanks. Yep. Love, Egg Co. So... <laughs> So the final straw, though, for the United States and for the lighthouse men was that the so basically during this time, the men who would work at the lighthouse would occasionally go and get eggs from the birds and eat them because it was part of their diet. Absolutely. They would eat the eggs from the birds and they would kill a baby sea lion and eat that. Wow. So but they, They you know, (laughs) eggs and lion. I don't think they ate the sea lion. So they did. They were sick. No, they were sick motherfuckers. I, anyway, it's a lonely fucking life. The final out there on a lighthouse. The final straw for the lighthouse men involving the Pacific Egg Co. Uh huh. Was when the Pacific Egg Co. is like, you know what? You can't take any more eggs. There are eggs, so no more what? eggs for you, lighthouse men. What? Yeah. Okay. And. The lighthouse men needed to eat the eggs to survive because they weren't constantly <laughs> going back and forth to the mainland to get food. Yeah, these guys have gotten very arrogant, it feels. Yeah, so the one of the lighthouse guys went to go get an egg because he's like, fuck you, I need to eat. And the Pacific yeah. Egg 
co people beat up that man. They're like, <gasps> you don't get no eggs and you get a knuckle sandwich, Sam. Mabel, that'll feed you. Yeah. Yeah. Feed your teeth. <laughs> uh, you can have some of this sea lion porridge because it's all oh, you can eat anymore. God. Anyway. No teeth. Quote from SmithsonianMag.com. On May 23rd, 1881, the United States military forcibly evicted the Pacific Egg Company from the islands. I'm so sad to see them go. <laughs> they seemed like such nice people. Now, if they hadn't been evicted, they still probably would have gone out of business for two reasons. One, somebody bred some chicken. <laughs> every year, <laughs> Sorry. they were smashing the eggs and then stealing uh. the eggs, so the bird population was declining rapidly. Yeah. In addition to that, a chicken farm was started only 38 miles north of San Francisco, and... It finally made the egg prices go down from their dollar an egg to five cents per dozen. The chicken farm was was started a mere twelve years after the <laughs> the crisis in eggs. It just for San Francisco. You gotta think: was there like some bureaucratic motherfucking tape to get through the chicken? There egg? couldn't have been. There couldn't have been. They're giving islands away. If you have a gun big enough, okay, you can found a farm outside the town that at this point has twenty thousand people in it. Oh, my God, you could go as far as Palo Alto, and it'd be like no one's ever been there. So. (laughs) Sorry. Got a little heated. That's fine. Mm. I'm sure you're curious what happened to the Farallon Islands. I'm curious why it took them so long to found a fucking chicken farm. (laughs) You said we would get there, and you didn't. I did. All you said is that we... They founded a chicken farm. Nobody told me why it took so goddamn long. I don't know. Everyone's busy finding gold. I guess so. Horin, finding gold. <laughs> Everybody wants more eggs, but nobody put the two and two together. Yeah. Ugh. So okay. the the Farallon Islands are now a sanctuary for seabirds and sea I life. I was thinking it's the perfect place for a sanctuary. Nobody goes there. Yeah. And the population is growing back to its original numbers. Good. But. I guess. I mean, maybe they're assholes. I don't know. They are currently only at 25% of the numbers before the gold rush. Still? Still. Like to this day? To this day. Wow. But people are trying Good to job, fix that. Humans. I know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's why I don't think Farrah Fawcett has been to the island, because it's a sanctuary. Okay. And it's not a sanctuary for Farrah's. No. No. If it was, she'd probably been she there. She would have been there, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is the bright side? Oh, uh, well, I mean, I'm on vacation. <laughs> No, (laughs) that's not the bright side. I guess the bright side is that somebody finally had the idea that eggs become chickens. (laughs) First. If you just stop and don't eat them. The island is now a sanctuary. Okay. That's a major bright side. We need more of that. Absolutely. Does the lighthouse still work? I don't know. I stopped looking for that information. Fine. (laughs) Fuck them. So, Fuck the ships. The ships shouldn't be going there anyway. It's a sanctuary. <laughs> Eventually, the Pacific Egg Co. got what was coming to them. Bankruptcy. I don't know. They just got kicked off the island. That's, I, I don't think that that's necessarily what was coming to them. I mean, I think that boiling them and um, stealing their babies might have been more appropriate. <laughs> so, also, the myrrh didn't die out. True. 
So True. we didn't go. And they're just as delicious today as they were back then. I don't think people are eating them anymore. No, not most people. Hmm. It takes a person with a particular taste. Yeah. The final thing is only a few idiots died over the eggs. <laughs> yep. Yep. Can't say nobody died. Uh, but yeah. They were defending the people who did die were defending a stupid thing. I also I I wrote that down with like an asterisk because I also kind of wish more of them died. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, it little... wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world if more of those people, you know, didn't get to keep procreating. Yeah, smashing eggs and Killing sea lions. I don't know. Making new generations of egg killers. I think that the uh, bright side is that somebody finally started uh, <laughs> a, f- a fucking farm. I'm ki- not kidding. I mean, it's ridiculous, but I'm not kidding. That somebody finally started a farm that would like address the problem of the egg shortage in a way that wasn't just incredibly harmful to the local wildlife. Yep. My, my favorite thing this whole episode is how much that bothered you. It, I mean, goddamn, eggs, it's not, they're not diamonds, okay? If there's a diamond <laughs> shortage, I understand it, okay? They're hard to find. Eggs aren't, <laughs> like, they're just not hard to get. The chickens were like, they finally found us. <laughs> God, what was it like? I mean, this, I think the bright side, another bright side of this is that, like, chickens almost got unionized. Like, yeah. imagine being a chicken before the farm started, you know? I mean, how overworked would you be? Pretty overworked. Exactly. Think of the hours. I think of the demand. I think they're a chicken 24 hours a day. Well, it's true, and they still are, but now they get vacation, which I also get from time to time, and I'm on it. So I'm done. So I'm done. There might be more bright sides, but I'm done. All right. That's our show. I'm going to the pool, everybody. Have a wonderful rest of your vacation. Thank you. You have a wonderful vacation when you get to go. I'm excited. I'm going to go see I'm excited Mickey, for you. and I'm not going to probably see any of the characters. We're probably just going to do the rides and walk around and be safe. They're doing, I think characters walk around, but I don't think you can get that close. That, right, which makes to them sense. Now. Yeah. It's, it does. Yeah. Don't touch me, Mickey. The uh, mask mandate is, is not a thing anymore in Las Vegas, which is really terrifying oh. sometimes. Yeah. I still wear mine for, you know, just because I haven't had a cold in a year and a half. Yep. You know, like, like wearing a mask has really, <laughs> you know, kept some unwanted shit out of my, you know, body. Which I think is not such a bad thing. It, it, you know, mask up, condom up, everybody's winning. Well, don't get crazy. <laughs> okay. Uh, th- <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm just saying. If we started a farm, we could save all of Oh, those- the chicken made another egg. Let's eat it. Damn it, Earl. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary.
You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Brightside K and J, and on Facebook at The Brightside with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side. side.